Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby, and welcome back to our second hour. And you can be a part of that second hour. We have a line open. We've been saving it just for you. We, we would love to hear from you at 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Mike Bass is running the boards, and he is answering the phones, and he is doing all the heavy lifting in the other studio. And uh, I thank Mike for that. Mike is absolutely wonderful to work with. So give a call. Mike will be the first voice you'll hear, and then I'll be the next, 888-787-5543. As we left last hour, we had Adrian from Fort Worth on the phone, and he had gotten into talking a little bit about his uh, St. Augustine and the fact that after he mows, he notices that uh, the grass no longer looks green, that it is yellowed and browned and just not very attractive. And Adrian, the first question, you're still there, right? Yes. Yeah, that was actually not the first question. It was just a useful question. Um, the first question I would ask of you is how often you're mowing, and the second question I would ask of you is uh, how much are you cutting off when you do mow? Well, and see, that was the problem. What what, what happens, uh, I didn't know what the good length was, mm-hmm. and so what I want to do now is start it out at some length that I can just keep the mower at Perfect. and don't have to take off a lot or more or whatever but it's it on our more i don't know exactly in inches but i had it on the highest setting to try to save some of the green all right what you need to do and and you're correct in in starting at the beginning of the season uh you want to mow saint augustine at two and a half or or so inches somewhere in that range and most mowers will have four or five settings and you'd probably be uh, maybe at number four, you you don't want to be at the highest setting. Uh, right. You might be at, at three. It, it just depends. Um, it's better to keep the grass toward the low end of its accepted range, uh, not the low end of all your settings, but the low end of the recommended mowing height, because if you keep it on the kind of low order, then it will keep the runners low and keep it spreading. If you mow grass too tall, uh, it gets weak. It tries to send up vertical leaf blades that right. kind of like kind of like your hair standing on end because right. they're trying to reach for light. And uh, then when you mow, you you end up mowing all the blades off, and you have nothing but stubble left. And and that's why it's uh, browned after you mow it. And especially if you don't mow it often enough, uh, you need to mow in the in the summertime when it's growing most actively. You need to mow St. Augustine about every fourth or fifth day. And the problem a lot of folks face is, oh, my goodness, my mowing guy comes every week, not every fifth right. day. And, right. And, well, uh, facts are what facts are. The, the grass would do better if you'd have it mown every, every fifth day. If a, if a homeowner is doing it himself or herself, that's a fairly easy adjustment to make. But trying to get the, the mowing crew in every fifth day is not as likely. Right. So that's that's well, kind of the compromise. But. But anyway, if you mow on the third or fourth setting out of out of five at two and a half to three inches, and if you mow at least no less often than weekly, then that's usually going to keep St. Augustine looking its best. Now, it does have disease problems uh, that show up in the summer and insect problems with chinch bugs and gray leaf spot uh, in the in the summer. So those can those can cause problems too, uh, but they're not going to. It's not going to react the way you described. Right. Yeah, I think mine is really a cutting issue. So Sounds uh, like it. So we just need to do it every four to five days. That's yeah, a, a four-day four turnaround is, is, is really yeah. quick. But, you know, they mow a golf green. Not that you're trying to produce a golf green, especially with St. Augustine. But they mow a golf green six times a week. It's, it's not oh, quite wow. daily, but almost. And right. and the reason for that is to keep that grass, it's a hybrid Bermuda in most cases, to keep it really low and really dense. And and with our St. Augustine, if we were to mow it every five days in the peak growing time, which is going to be June, July, August, then that's going to be better for the grass than if you let it get too tall. When we let right. it get too tall, we end up taking too much of the blade off, and that weakens right. the grass. 
And one more question. Uh, sure. What, uh, what fertilizer? Is there some kind of combination that would take care of disease and fertilize and all that, or is it just sure. uh, Yeah, I can help. Uh, one of the things that we have found with St. Augustine, uh, there, there are two discoveries that we've made over the last 20 to 30 years. Number one, um, our soils, this is something actually the soil testing lab at A&M has been telling us for mo- longer than that. Our soils in, in Texas, and especially in the I-35 corridor, which has black clay gumbo sticky soil, uh, the clay soils tend to hold the middle number, phosphorus. They, they, it, it's not soluble. It doesn't dissolve. It doesn't leach out. It doesn't drain away when it rains hard. It, it stays there. It just, it sticks. And so we end up with too much of that middle number to the, to the harm of the other elements that are in the soil, to the harm of the plants. And so they have been telling us for a long time, don't add any more phosphorus to your soil. There are entire states that have forbidden the inclusion of phosphorus, the middle number, in any fertilizer sold in those states. So it's a well-documented problem. So what you have to use is an all-nitrogen fertilizer for your your lawn and for your shade trees and even for your tomato garden, which is really counterintuitive. So all-nitrogen. And then the next step of that is that you want about a third, plus or minus, up to a half, of that nitrogen, the first number, to be in a slow-release form. If you go into a, an independent hardware store or nursery and let them show you the back of the bag in the fine print, it'll say that such and such percentage of that nitrogen is, is coated nitrogen or encapsulated nitrogen. That means it's timed release, and that's what you want. You want part of it to be slow-release nitrogen. Um, uh, you, you can buy you can buy twenty one zero zero, which is ammonium sulfate. That is all nitrogen, but that's like drinking soda pop for your nutrition. You get a quick pickup, and then about four hours later, you got nothing. You're you're exhausted. Well, that's what happens if you use twenty one zero zero on your lawn. It will, it will, it will cause the grass to grow fast and develop all kinds of diseases and and really have problems so you want a high quality fertilizer with up to one third or maybe even a half of the nitrogen in slow release form and you're going to find that at most most places now sell those kinds of fertilizers they're going to cost a little more especially this year i don't know if you've been listening but a lot of the fertilizer in the world is made in ukraine and uh, so and and even in russia and so that's going to cause a supply chain issue and and there we go again our world right. is interconnected. But that's what you want to do. The time to fertilize St. Augustine would be early April, early June, and early September. Oh, okay. All right. Well, thanks a lot. I told you everything I know, I think. <laughs> More than you wanted, probably. Thanks for the call, and thanks for waiting on me. David in Fort Worth, Chris and Aubrey, you're coming up next. Stay with me. Sunburst shutters. If you're thinking about replacing your old window treatments, if you are saying, oh, done with them out of here get out of here we're through enough sunburst shutters ought to come out and show you what they have because i imagine your reaction is going to be exactly like it was for lynn and neil when they came to our house we love sunburst shutters we've had them 11 years now and it was the best thing we could have done for our windows they are beautiful they are polywood that's the material from which they're made. It's a man-made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. It's not, it's not plastic. It's, it's a much heavier material. It looks like wood. It feels like wood. And from 18 inches away, you would say those are wood shutters. They're beautiful wood shutters. They feel like they have been uh, sanded down to about 600 grit like a grand piano is. They're finished that nicely. And they're two and a half or three and a half or four and a half inch louver size, big louvers. And so the, when you open them up, you have very few lines that you're looking through when you look out into your yard. And that's another reason that you're going to love them. They're energy efficient. Nothing will happen to them. They don't crack or warp. They don't split. They don't peel. They're color fast. And they are made to fit every opening in your home. You have a sunburst, you, you have 10 windows, there will be 10 different sets of measurements and 10 sets of shutters will be made for the windows in your home. 
Now, window number one will have its own set of shutters. Window two, you get the picture. That's why they're so good. And the people are so nice to work with. All right, so here's the phone number. You call them, 214-343-2601. On the web, so you can see what you're looking at, sunburstshutters.com. Also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. 214-343-2601, sunburstshutters.com. Hi, I'm Dee from Justin Ace Hardware in Justin. Come see us in the Garden Center for all your plants, pottery, and decor. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Dee, very much. I was just bragging about her to a friend who lives in uh, in Denton. And uh, there is a sister, Ace Hardware now, in Denton that has just uh, opened up recently. And uh, I'm writing a note on the next call. And uh, owned by the same, by Alan Walter and uh, partner, uh, who has joined him in that business. And anyway, Dee runs the uh, the garden center in uh, in Justin. She does a beautiful job. Boy, her customers love her. Let's go back to the phone lines. We go to David in Fort Worth. David, thanks for calling. Thanks for waiting. How can I help you? Hey, Neil. I have a question for you. I'm wondering if it's too late in the season to give my dwarf uh, Yopon holly low hedge just a real, just a slight trim to keep them shaped up, or will they be brown because I've waited too late in the season? How much new growth do they have on them? Well, I have two. I have a mature set that's uh, got quite a bit and it's in full sun. So, I mean, they're fifteen, twenty years old. They're up to my waist. Then I have, uh, I have three or four in a row that's in a shaded area, and they've grown slower because they're in the shade. Right. And they're probably uh, up to my knees. They're probably, you know, a couple feet tall. That's it. I have a lot of dwarf yopons in my landscape, and we have been really, really swamped on some things at our home, uh, getting them done. And, and some of the trimming that I need to do has not gotten done. And some of my dwarf yopons are included in that list. I'm not worried yet. I'm probably going to get them done this week. I think if, if you don't have, um, I don't know how to quantify it, if you don't I have mean, an I, inch I, or two of new growth, I don't think you'll have a problem. If, if they've just put out some new leaves, uh, you could you could do it. They'll, they'll get over it, and they'll come back. How much are you going to be cutting off? I better ask that. Well, that's what I meant by the – I mean, I wouldn't cut more than, you know, maybe an inch off here or there. Just to I, think, of- I think that would be all right. From the ones that I have seen around town, you're in Fort Worth. Are you, Are well, I'm not trying to stalk you. If you're way out in a suburb, that would be one thing. If you're in the heat pocket right near downtown, you might be 10 days ahead of most of the rest of us who live out a ways uh, from town. But if they've started to grow and if you have stems that are soft and bendable, that's a different story. If they're still the, the bristly little studly uh, stems from last year you can prune those and and then okay. i would put a, a high nitrogen fertilizer on them and water them well and a month from now you'll never know that you did it okay thank you i appreciate it i think i got an answer for you there i think i did <laughs> yeah, that, pre- that's, pre- yeah yeah appreciate that will do thank appreciate it uh, bye-bye all right let's see I have a break coming up here. Indeed. Uh, Hang on, Chris. You'll be coming up next. Folks, we have two lines open. Good time to call through. You can get in right now at uh, 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. You'll be right after Chris. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening for $32.95. Folks, this will be $38.95 when the sixth printing comes out. I think probably we're basically first of April now. It's going to be, it's going to be late May till I get any of them. So uh, this is what I feared would happen, and that's why I've been hoarding these. Now I'm being asked by the printer, please clear the warehouse. We're getting the six printing back on the press, and then it has to go to the bindery, and that takes four to five weeks. So I, it's going to be that long. Anyway, to the point. I got the call, the um, email Wednesday, that said the truck has arrived. We have all the paper now. Uh, you you wouldn't believe how much paper it takes to do uh, a, a whole printing of my book. It's uh, it's probably several uh, flatbed truckloads. Uh, 
But anyway, they're there now, finally. I've been waiting since October for them to get these on the press and done, and, and now it's going to happen. Uh, the the sixth printing will be thirty eight ninety five. The only change in it in the fifth printing is a couple of paragraphs that address the cold of February 2021. I, I couldn't let that go and not mention it a little bit, but uh, that's the only change. And you're going to save $6 by getting the book uh, from one of these fifth printing books. So I really would encourage you to do this and take advantage of it. Uh, they're going to sell very, very quickly. I have a limited number of them. Uh, 344 pages, 840 of my photographs, hardback. I sign every copy as it sells. It covers every aspect of outdoor gardening, from lawns and landscapes to fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening for every county in the state of Texas. And your satisfaction is completely guaranteed or I'll refund every penny. What you need to do, though, is uh, you can't get it in stores. You cannot buy it on Amazon. The only way you can buy it is by calling my office Monday through Friday business hours or by going to my website right now. And uh, I hope you'll do that while you can get it at thirty-two ninety-five. The website is neilsperry.com. The office phone number for Monday through Friday is 800 800- 752-GROW, 800-752-4769, and then the website is n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y.com. It makes a great gift. Don't uh, wait too long, though. neilsperry.com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Nobody will do you a better foundation repair job than Advanced Foundation Repair. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is very affordable. They invite you to give them a call. 214-333-0003. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of your house. Do what we did. Call Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. Repair. Let me uh, share with you the good news of Mueller, your own storage. It seems like these days temporary storage facilities are on every street corner. Have you noticed that? Let's do a little math, though, on that. Do you really want to go there for what you're paying in yearly storage costs? You could own your own metal storage building right in your own backyard. You do that with a Mueller backyard building. Their backyard building kits are easy to assemble. They come with bolt-together designs, and they're priced right. You keep your stuff at home, and you're not throwing away money by leasing storage. Their kits come in a variety of sizes with more than 30 colors from which to choose. That adds style to your storage space. Whoever thought of style was storage space? Well, you can. If you need a larger storage solution, Mueller's pre-engineered standard series buildings can accommodate almost any need. Whether it's a smaller place for your lawnmower, a place for cars, boats, or even an RV, you can have peace of mind that a Mueller metal building will protect those treasures at a reasonable price. See all of your options at MuellerInc.com or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. That way you can find a location near you, 877 268 Three five five three. They're Mueller. They're made in America, and they're made to last. I'm Scott from Lakewood Ace Hardware in Dallas. We're your source for those great Scott's products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place for the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. All right, Scott. Thank you, sir. Let's go to Chris in Aubrey, who's been waiting patiently. Chris, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Always good to talk about good friend and culture in the world, Neil. And uh, I, uh, I've talked to you a few times about my old crepe myrtle uh, that I have. And now last, uh, the freeze of last year killed it. And I cut it off at the stalk. I cut the stalks off all the way down to the stump. Then uh, sometime last year, some of the suckers started to grow on the outside of it. Yes, sir. And but they would, but they would grow in the middle. And uh, right now, nothing is growing from it at all. Uh, question is: Is it dead, or how can I tell it's dead? And is it too early to give up on it? No, it's uh, okay. it's not dead. I don't think crepe myrtles. I haven't seen any crepe myrtles in our crepe myrtle trails that are particularly leafing out yet. It's still early in their in their growing season. 
uh, for crabgrass, I waited too late to put out my pre-emergent, and it's all over the place in my backyard. Uh, well, I, 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 I disagree. Uh, that's not crabgrass. That's probably rescue grass or ryegrass or something else, but it's not crabgrass. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think that is one of those two. Uh, what can I use to kill it? Okay, let me let me back up a step. We got it all out of whack here. Uh, what you have right now, you would categorize as a as cool season grasses or a cool season grass. For the cool season grasses, you put your pre-emergent out just before Labor Day, the last week of August or the first week of September. For the summertime weeds that you cannot see right now, you put out a pre-emergent. Uh, in early March, this year it's a little later because of the, the cold weather we had in early March, but you put out a pre-emergent in early March and you repeat it in early June, and that would be for crabgrass and grass burrs. You do not get a second chance on any of these. If you miss the pre-emergent application, then you're stuck with the weeds until they die. There's no, there's no product you can use to kill weed grasses without killing your good grass, your permanent grass. So that's the problem. You, you, once you have the grassy weeds, you have to look at them. So that's why the so pre-emergent have, is so important. Yeah, I put that put some out a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so what I have right now is probably, you say rescue or? It's probably rescue grass. That's the most common one. It's a big clumping, yeah. big clumping grass. It'll, it'll start producing seeds in the next couple of weeks. And there's nothing you could do once it comes out. Can yeah, by the time it germinated and was growing in October, you were too late. So all of the fall, the winter, and all spring, and now there's nothing you can do. You can spot treat if you want to, but you're going to kill your permanent grass, your Bermuda or St. Augustine. You can hand dig it, but that's kind of boring. So it's so much better to put out the pre-emergent the last week of August or the first week of September. You need to mark your calendar to be sure to do that this year. I see. And, and that, that, that crate metal is just the stump. I cut it all the way down to the stump. Right, but you had you had sprouts that came up last year, right? Yeah, some sprouts, but they came out on the sides of the, you know, the, uh, uh, the stump. Right, and that's and what they, they will do. If you, if you cut it clear back to the ground, maybe an inch or two above the ground, then the sprouts will come up and they become the new trunks. You will gradually uh, train those uh, to become your new uh, your new trunks. If you look at the website that, that we have prepared, uh, I did most of the writing, crepemyrtletrails.org, uh, C-R-A-P-E, crepemyrtletrails.org, um, and then look under basic care for pruning, you'll see photos illustrating how to train that back into a tree but they have not leafed out yet they're right on schedule they're doing fine thank you so much and i enjoy your program thank, thank you, you chris always good to hear from you always thank all you right. sir all right let's see where we are time wise kate and carrollton I, I want to talk to you about ruby slipper oak leaves and i'll do that coming up right after we uh, get to uh, uh, this uh, tiny garden tip so stay with me if you will please Niels Ferry's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter that comes from my computer directly to your email, and it happens Thursday evenings just a little after 6 p.m. There always is a featured plant of the week, something that I think you need to know about that is pertinent to that week of the year. And I was thinking this afternoon between my statewide program at 11 to noon and the beginning of this program about what I want to write for next Thursday, and I came up with it and started writing it. Um, and I'm not going to share with you what it'll be, but I think you'll enjoy it very, very much. Uh, eGardens also always contains a featured question of the week, something I've been asked repeatedly. And it always features gardening this weekend, where I point out things you need to do in your landscape and garden in that weekend of the year. There always are a couple of other stories, so that's what you find in Neil Sperry's eGardens. I hope you'll subscribe to it. It's free and always will be. I'll never give or sell your email address to anybody, so you don't have to worry about that. And I'm certainly not going to spam you with some wonderful offer just because you're a subscriber to eGardens. Take a look at it. There's a sample issue on my website right where you would sign up as well. That's Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y 
Com. When you wake up, the crisis at the border. When you work, reopening our economy. When you drive home, this escalation of violence. What's happening right now? All day, update your day at the top and bottom of each hour. Keep myself as updated as possible. On real news and information, five seventy KLIF, KLIF.com. Well, it's my decided pleasure to tell you about Callaways right now. I love talking about Callaways because I kind of take a mind trip myself into Callaways. Love these stores. There are 21 of them in the Metroplex now. I was there when they opened the Richardson store, store number 101, they call it. Callaway's Nursery, the most beautiful blooming plants for you this spring. Their greenhouses are packed with fresh offerings that will bring life to your patio or landscape. Visit any one of those 21 neighborhood locations today. Take in nature at its very best and pick out your favorite plants. The eye-catching blooms of trade winds, tropical hibiscus, will capture your attention and your heart. The big, bold flowers will keep blooming for months, and they're really going to stand out against their rich green foliage. Create your tropical oasis and select from red, orange, pink, and yellow. These six-inch beautiful hibiscus are just $19.99. Geraniums are another all-time favorite with delightful clusters of flowers in many shades. Easy to grow. You can use them as cut flowers as well. And Callaway's offers these much-loved spring bloomers in big six-inch pots just $9.99. If you enjoy plants, helping people, and spending time outside, you can become a part of the Callaway's team. Callaway's. Now hiring at all of their locations. Stop by to apply and join their Texas-grown team today. Shop locally at their community stores. Order online at Callaways.com. Take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery. They're open seven days a week for your convenience. It's Callaways Nursery. Their life lived beautifully. Callaways.com. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. Maybe you've been considering a new walk at your home. You know you need it. The old walk just isn't cutting the mustard. We've been discussing a few of your choices here this week, and I want to discuss a couple more. And this is a great time to put new walks in. It's not so hot out there. It's a pleasant time to work in your landscape. Flagstone walks are gorgeous. In fact, they're almost as natural looking as anything you can put into a landscape. Visit a stone yard. Look at all of your options. You're going to be dazzled. The key word here is to buy 20% extra stones so you'll have just the right sizes and shapes as you need. You want to make sure you get them delivered and uh, have that bed of packed sand beneath them so that they will stay in place very securely. If you're going to mortar these, or even if you don't, you may want to get a landscape contractor to do flagstone walks for you. It can be kind of hazardous. There are a lot of surfaces there. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. These two hours on Saturday afternoons are sponsored by your neighborhood Ace Hardware Stores. There are 40 of these stores that uh, partner together to sponsor my broadcasts, and I am so grateful for them. They're wonderful men and women who own and operate these stores. They're local people. They are local, and they are there to help you. People who know the local conditions, who know the answers to your questions, local experts, and uh, they will uh, they will stand by you and help you. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer. Find a great deal on Scott's Turf Builder, 32010 Lawn Food. There's that zero for phosphorus. 32010 Lawn Food for Southern Lawns, 5,000 square foot coverage. The sale price is $20.99, but you can save an extra $2 with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only $18.99, a limit of two. Build thick green lawns in the south using Scott's Turf Builder, Southern Lawn Food, with the exclusive Scott's All-in-One Particle. It's specially formulated for southern lawns. It helps build deep, strong grass roots to protect against heat and drought. It improves your lawn's ability to absorb water and nutrients versus unfed lawns. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods, people you already know, ready to help you along the way. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. It's a non-stop news cycle. In just a very short few minutes after this tornado struck our community, we had our fellow neighbors that reached out in force to support us. COVID cases, the lowest that they've been 
since last June. Full coverage at the top and bottom of every hour. This is Real News and Information 570 KLIF. 1983 was the year that Whiskey Stone founded, and since that time they have been leaders across the Metroplex, turning landscaping dreams into reality. They also have been leaders in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association. Mike and Derek Wisnan are revered in that association as, uh, as leaders. They uh, work with the landscape contractors of North Texas. In fact, if you get in and pick a stone, you say, I really like that stone. And they say, well, you made a great choice. That'll make you a great retaining wall or a great fountain or a great patio. And then you say, well, but I don't know how to lay it. And I don't really think I can handle that job. They can refer you to the best contractor in your part of the Metroplex or beyond. They know all the people. All those people buy from them. Landscape contractors know WhizQ Stone. They buy there all the time. You need to go out and shop. What a beautiful day this would be to go to WhizQ Stone. Open Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays. WhizQ Stone, their display gardens are at 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. 22 acres of beautiful stone. Once again, that's 4501 East Loop 820 South in Fort Worth. For more information, visit their website at whiz hyphen Q dot com W H I Z hyphen Q dot com or call them at eight one seven four two nine zero eight two two Whiz Q Stone leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. I'm Dan Meyer from Sline Ace Hardware. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, who's there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Dan. As I always say when I hear his rejoinder, it's one of the nicest stores you will ever go in. He has done a beautiful job with that store. Thank you, Dan. All right, and we go back to our phone lines. You know, one thing that I would really appreciate when you go into your neighborhood Ace Hardware store is let them know that you appreciate their sponsorship. I've had several of them tell me. I had somebody come in just the other day, and they said, yeah, listen to Neil. And they wanted me to know that that, uh, that our sponsorship was appreciated. And they were beaming as they told me that. And that's kind of nice. Uh, we go back to the phones to Kate in Carrollton. Kate, this, uh, let me give the phone number, Kate, before I come to you. It's 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Love to hear from you. Give a call right now. Kate, now you're on the air. This is Neil. How can I help you? Okay. Well, I feel like I have won the lottery because I've been looking for um, – Ruby Slipper, Oakley Hydrangea for a long time, and I just found two of them. Where'd you find them? um, Well, um, a a small nursery over in Fort Worth. I'm not sure. Can I say the name? Sure, (laughs) sure. Um, Steagles, S-T-E-G-A-L-L, apostrophe F. Where are they? Um, They're kind of uh, right around like 820 South, kind of over by Weston Gardens. Gotcha. Okay, they're kind of tucked back rural. You were, you were really out hunting, weren't you? Hey, I've been looking for these for two or three years, and so Good for you. he grows them there, and so I just, you know, they're about 12 inches high, and mm-hmm. so um, I'm wanting to make sure that I plant them properly. Uh, I do have one oak leaf hydrangea that's a snow queen on the north side of my house, and I lost a lot of shrubs on the front of my house, and I'm looking to, you know, replenish everything. My house does face west, but I have oak trees in front, so I do have a lot of shade. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just hoping that these are going to work. Are you going to plant them together, or are you going to hedge your bet and put one there and one somewhere else? I'm going to hedge my bet and put them in two different places. I think that's a wise idea. I think that's okay. a wise idea. Folks, if you're not familiar with oak leaf hydrangeas, most people, when they hear the word hydrangea, think of the uh, the florist hydrangea. These could not look any more different. They are, um, they are shrubs with large leaves uh, that are deciduous. They lose their leaves. They're uh, flowers in the, uh, in the, in the spring, mid-spring, uh, are, are beautifully white. And what does what does ruby slippers do? Does it change then shade into into the red as it uh, as the flowers age? Yes, it starts off white and then yeah. it'll get a little 
tinged pink and then really intense sort of auburny red, I guess. Yeah. Towards the end. I haven't uh, I haven't grown it, but I've seen the uh, seen the photos and the write write ups on it. It looks beautiful. There are a lot more oak leaf hydrangea varieties than than we realize, and so often what you find in the nurseries are just standard uh, uh, oak leaf. They're not they're not the improved varieties. So good for you. How many different kinds do you have? Well, I just have the one Snow Queen, and mm-hmm. it's just been so beautiful, and I've had it for probably 10 years, mm-hmm. and it's just, um, it's an understory bush uh, where I have a crepe myrtle tree tucked in a corner of my, you know, kind of like right underneath the, the gutters of my house, and it's mm-hmm. just beautiful. I just love it. Well, and they're um, very winter hardy also. That's another thing that uh, is is a vast improvement over the, the mop head hydrangeas that we see from the florist shop those things are are just picky about our soils and at mm-hmm. least from my standpoint the oak leaf hydrangeas are much more forgiving and much happier they need a lot of water they need they need good soil but they but they are more forgiving but they do they do need shade uh, at least from the mm-hmm. hot afternoon sun and they do need moisture okay i think i'm good with all of that i guess the other question I would have is I read some things that say you don't even really need to fertilize. Is that true? Um, I have probably 15 or 20 uh, oak leaf hydrangeas. Mine are, mine are the standard ones. And mm-hmm. uh, I can't imagine going through uh, a year without fertilizing them. They get nitrogen. They get my lawn okay. food when I fertilize my other shrubs. And I have had a couple of times when I have given them some iron because uh, I have some... Okay. some fairly bad soil areas and before i knew enough i i didn't realize that the soil was as thin as it is in those areas uh, mm-hmm. when we built our house we had scraped a little more than i thought and so i i have had to add some iron but that's all it, it, they, okay. they, they don't rec- they certainly are not as temperamental as the the mop heads oh absolutely not but i it does get some you know, nitrogen fertilizer, the same when I do the lawn. So Right. I think that's added. That should be added. Okay. And I have another question, but I will call back. And no, you're, you're fine with it because I don't have anybody behind you. So you're fine. Oh, what you got? Okay, great. Well, as I mentioned, my house faces wet. Your, your phone cut out. Say it again. Giving up. Uh, my lawn, St. Augustine lawn is fading underneath the oaks. So, uh, taking your advice and evaluating ground covers and so forth. But one other issue that I have is a lot of squirrels and acorns. And I'm contemplating putting a lot of like Colorado rock underneath there so that I can at least maybe blow the acorns off. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Is, Is that something that really works? Uh, do I need to put landscape fabric underneath them? Um, I have pecans. I don't have I don't have oaks. I, I think mm-hmm. you could almost interchange the two for this conversation. Okay. Uh, I have used uh, mondo grass as a ground cover, monkey grass. <laughs> right. Regular, not the dwarf. And okay. I have not had a major problem with pecan seedlings coming up in it, even though the squirrels plant them. Even though they mm-hmm. fall and land in the monkey grass, I have I have pecans coming up in it, but I can mm-hmm. I can extricate them fairly easily. Uh, my secret there is after a heavy rain or after irrigation, I will uh, go out with uh, a good leather glove and a pair of pliers, and I'll pull straight up, and they come out. If I do it when they're oh probably five or six inches tall. I would mm-hmm. think with an oak acorn, it would with a oak seedling, it would have to be probably that same size, maybe maybe six mm-hmm. or seven inches tall. But just pull straight up, and they come out like a carrot. Uh, they're not firmly yeah. rooted yet. Um, you could also use a wick applicator and brush a broadleafed weed killer across them. You wouldn't dare get that all over the the mondo grass. But I would rather have that personally. I have a lot of river rock in my landscape, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I get tired of it. In big areas, I have a lot. Of, I have 22 tons of it. I know that because I had a, not not my sponsor, not the people that I do the ads for. Uh, I had a, 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 a an advertiser in an old tabloid uh, section that I used to do many years ago that uh, uh-huh. did not pay. 
<laughs> and I said, all right, I'll trade. And uh, so I took the 22 tons of river rock in exchange and finally used them all. But, oh, gosh, that was a lot of river rock to put into one landscape. And I, there are parts of my landscape I just get kind of tired of looking at it. And so I've planted mondo grass and moved some of the river rock around. Well, I definitely will, you know, plant some ground cover. But the other thing that I've just really battled all the acorns and, gosh, I mean, I've got one of those nut wizard things that pick them up. But it just is No, I think blowing is a, is a better idea. I, I agree with you on blowing them. Uh, one other thing okay. you could do is get some nursery shade fabric and lay it over anything, the rock or the ground cover, for a couple of weeks when they're falling in the greatest quantity and just use it as a net ah. and pull them off. Ah. That's a good idea. Yeah, that would okay. allow the, and it, it could be a very lightweight fabric that uh, that would still let almost all the light in, and mm-hmm. uh, you just need to keep them from hitting the ground. I think I would do that instead. That's a good idea. Okay. Can I, can I ask one more quick question, or is there somebody behind me? Well, I need to, I have our pastor waiting behind you. He's going to talk about, uh, <laughs> about some birds he has observed, if you can make it quick. Uh, just quickly, uh, a golden retriever that goes to the bathroom in the same spot on the on the lawn, and it's brown. What can yeah. I do about it? I think you're going to have to train the golden re- uh, uh, retriever. Or, <laughs> no, I'm serious. I have Zeus, who is. Uh, I have a yellow spot in my mondo grass. Zeus comes roaring out of the garage, and uh, <laughs> he he heads to the one spot, and so. We're going to have to okay. do something with that. So I've, I've got the same thing. I think we're going to have to train the dogs. There's, if you can rinse it right away and dilute mm-hmm. the salt, that's the only only solution. But okay. That's just, that, thank you. Yeah, watering it to get the, the mineral salt out. Hey, i got to run now, so thanks for the call okay. very much. Thank All you. Right, let me tell you, folks, about the uh, the fifth printing of my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Sixth printing is back on the presses. It'll be on the presses for a couple weeks, and then it goes to the bindery, and it'll be there for three or four weeks. And so sometime late May or June, I'll have the sixth printing. But in the meanwhile, I've been asked by the printer, please clear the warehouse, make room for this uh, sixth printing. And I've been hoarding these books, trying to make sure I got through the spring with some books. And uh, I think I think it's going to work out quite quite well. I have put the uh, fifth printing on sale at thirty two ninety five, uh, and and that was thirty six ninety five. But it will be thirty eight ninety five when we get to the sixth printing. So if you want to save maximum amount, this is going to be your chance. You need to buy the book right away while I have a supply, and the supply will never be better than it is today. Now, it's not in stores. It's not on Amazon. This is the book with 344 pages, 840 of my photographs, a hardback. Uh, Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is that 48-page calendar of when to do everything, four pages per month, when to do everything in your landscape and garden. And then chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, and fruit and vegetables. All of that for every county in the state of Texas, and uh, your satisfaction is completely guaranteed. I sign every copy as it sells, and they and Zeus are out in the garage together, and then kneel while I sign. And uh, I, I would love to sign a copy for you. Just thirty-two ninety-five if you order while I have a supply on hand. So here are the two ways you can order it. You either order it by calling my office Monday through Friday at 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769, or the better way is to order it right now at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. That's Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. At Lance Landscape Lighting, our certified electricians and designers can upgrade your outdoor lights, even vintage fixtures, to energy-efficient LED technology with just the right balance of warm and cool lights. Lance will illuminate the distinctive features of your home from every angle, every night. Let Lance create a nightscape that no matter how you look at it, makes your home shine. Lance Landscape Lighting, we light the way you live. For more info, go to LenseLighting.com. LenseLighting.com. Well, all righty, and let me tell you before we uh, finish out this uh, this segment and, and uh, talk some birds and some other things, let me tell you about advanced foundation repair. I hope you never need them, but I am also very much a realist, and I know that our soils here in North Texas are just fraught with all kinds of problems, and um, 
What happens is that as the clay soil gets wet, it expands. As it gets dry, it contracts, and it takes our foundations with it for the ride. Advanced Foundation Repair can determine whether you have a foundation problem or not, where it is, and how bad it is. They can tell you what it would cost to fix it. And I am here to tell you, as I have for 26 years, that if you have these people fix your foundation, repair it, it will be done perfectly, and you will have a guarantee of the work good for the lifetime of the house, transferable from owner to owner. We have had them work at our house, and they did a beautiful job, and they did it quickly, and they did it affordably, and it has really held beautifully. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. You can see more about them by going to their website at foundationrepairs.com. A lot of good tips there, too, on how to keep your foundation healthy and happy. That's foundationrepairs.com, plural. You can also call them, and that's what you need to do to set up that free home inspection. Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. One more time, Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. I'm David Agnew with Traeger Woodfire Grills. You can see them at all North Texas Ace Hardware Stores. Ace is the place with Traeger Grills and the helpful hardware folks. We have a Traeger 885 Ironwood Grill and we get the most wonderful recipes and other things from them. Oh, you need to get a Traeger. Thank you, David. I am well, I am uh, happy now to welcome to our phone lines my pastor, Pastor Tommy Brummett from the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. Tommy, how are you doing? It's a beautiful day. This is springtime in Texas, Neil. It's in Texas. It wasn't quite this warm where you were last week, I'll bet. Drove in the blizzards and came home in the thunderstorms and oh my gosh! But but while we're in, we went to Colorado to do a wedding and it was just spectacular up in Gunnison Crested Butte. Just, oh my just beautiful, beautiful. When we got there, but yeah, uh, when you got there, he, when we got there, he's, he's, I went to school in Fort Collins. We had an eight-inch snow on May fifteen. I thought, well, it's it's beautiful when it's beautiful. <laughs> It's beautiful, but it's just right. yeah. That's right. Well, and and so tell us what uh, what will be going on for Lent tomorrow at First United Methodist Church in McKinney. Right. So we're talking this Lenten season about what it means to be devoted together. In Acts chapter two, verse forty-two, it talks about the disciples, and they were devoted. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the breaking of bread, to the fellowship, and to the prayers. And so we're talking about what that means in our lives, how to be devoted together as the church in these days. Fabulous. And uh, folks, you need to come. You're welcome to come join our church, but you are more than welcome to come join us in our church and and see how you like it. I'll bet you like it. Tommy preaches. Oh, and, and, and we have so many people that worship with us, gather with us, connect with us online and Mm -hmm. have for even before pandemic, but especially in pandemic and continuing now, a lot of people still can't come back to church. A lot of people uh, have moved to to other states, other places, uh, but still stay connected with the church. And it's wonderful to have the technology to be able to do that. That really does help. That's great. Mm-hmm. The uh, the online service is at 10.05 tomorrow morning. It's sharingtheheart.org. Tommy preaches at 8, 9, 10.05, and 11.10. Tommy, if you had some mega church somewhere that had seating for 9,000, you could do one sermon a day. Don't be tempted, please. Please don't be tempted. I try not to covet my neighbor's sanctuary. <laughs> I like that. All right. You have uh, spotted a, 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 a beautiful bird, you said. Several. Oh, my goodness. Driving up, when we when we finally got out of the blizzard, we were coming into Gunnison and saw just a gorgeous golden eagle on the side of the road. There was a, a mule deer carcass there, and the golden eagle was there with about 20 magpies. And as we came over the hill, it just rose up. They are huge, beautiful, magnificent birds. But but you don't see them in Texas. Golden eagles only only in the mountain places, um, and it and it reminded me. And so the magpies, right? I never saw a magpie till I went to Colorado. They're in in the United States. There are 
birds in different regions and and a lot of times you have to go to those regions to to see them to be aware of them except for this time of year uh, in the state of texas we are in the central flyway and birds are migrating every night they're they're flying miles and miles and miles birds are normally don't see here uh, during the summer are passing through on their way to the north and right now is a great time fill up your bird feeders make sure you got water in your backyard uh, make sure you got a place where birds can rest and you might be surprised what you see this time our friend uh, birdie in her newsletter from wild birds in mckinney uh, told me and i put it in uh, in her ad today for the three stores that sponsor me that uh, the the hummingbirds are coming through and they are not finding very much uh, food in the flowers because the flowers aren't there yet. Yeah, we we had that hard, we had that cold weather right yes. kind of at the wrong time, and yep. so uh, uh, right you know I hadn't even thought about that. I might I might get a get a hummingbird. I kind of suspected that would fall on uh, not deaf ears. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's a good idea. Four I've, parts I've of water, one part of sugar. House. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Four to one. That's right. Just make sure your feeders are clean, hang them up, and the hummingbirds will find them if they're coming through. Well, and they commented that they have sight, uh, oh, whatever it was, uh, remembrance from last year for a couple of years that research has shown. And so they're going to come back and look for feeders. If they came to your feeders, it's very likely that you'll have the same birds back as they migrate through. And I thought, you know what? I had that last year. I saw a little bird outside our window before I got the feeder up. And yep, yep. Uh, he was kind of looking yep. around, so that's uh, yes, that's, that's fun. Well, the, well, the seasons the seasons are changing, and new birds are coming, and the love of God remains the same. Join us at First United Methodist Church if that fits in with your Sunday mornings. It, it uh, certainly should and will. And Tommy, we really appreciate you. And I got to tell you, I asked Tommy two weeks ago to say a prayer for the people of Ukraine, and. Uh, you know, those people are really strong. You talk about dedication to effort and belief. They have a belief, and uh, uh, it, it uh, is really showing up. So God bless them. It's, yeah, they do. They, they have the, the same belief that we do, the belief that in democracy and freedom and yes. family and home. And, and so we continue to pray. Continue Tommy, to I have pray. about 30 seconds before they boot me out of here, but is the United Methodist Church going to be hosting any of the refugees in America? So, uh, yes, I don't know details on that right now. Let's talk now. about We're that next to... week, maybe. Let's okay. see. All Let's right. see if we All can. Right. Folks, I'm out of time. I'll be on WB. Thank you, Pastor Tommy Brummett, First United Please Methodist Church, downtown McKinney, Texas. And, uh, folks, I'll be on WBAP tomorrow morning, 8 till 10. Until then, happy garden.